Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Evolve with Jack and Susanna. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Amazing. How are you? Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> How has your day been so far? It's been an interesting day. It's our last day here in, in Portugal, which is sad, and we woke up and you know when you think, okay, it's your last day with your your partner for the next six weeks and you're going to have this amazing day. And it turned into a bit of friction and, and triggers. Mm-hmm. I felt it. <laughs> you did feel it. I think there was away. some jealousy there. No, I think it was more irritation and anger, to be honest. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not going to accept that it's jealousy. You can't blame it on my star sign. He's a Scorpio, for those of you listening. And sometimes Jack, behind his like very sweet and caring, loving, enthusiastic vibe, he can be also very like sharp. And Scorpios, they like snap, like, Tim! and that's what you did this morning. <laughs> you took the tail out and you, you took a bite of my fish tail because I'm a Pisces. And I did not like that. I just felt, mm, I'm going to flow another way. So I went for a swim away from you. <laughs> and now I'm back. <laughs> now I'm back. That was a good description of how the morning went. Yeah. It, it did start off so well. We we've been doing this this meditation for the last like two weeks. And how it works, I've been reading a book which has a lot of incredible practical meditation techniques and a lot of science behind really evolving to to the highest level. And one of the, the meditations is all about, it, to summarise, it's about manifestation, anything you want. So it goes on the principle that every possibility exists in the present moment. And it's about connecting back to being in beyond time and space. So you go outside of your body and then really connect to the reality you want to create through two things, which is intention. And that's about you know, thinking, well, what is it that you really want? So mine's, for example, running my own successful business and being able to travel anywhere in the world. So I'm getting a clear on the picture of that. And it also works on the emotions you feel with that. So for me, that would be freedom, abundance, like inspiration. And through blending the two together, you connect to that reality and you pour it closer to your own one and it's amazingly uplifting it's very good i have to admit it's one hour every morning that we spend doing this and we both have different intentions 
So the first thing is that you write down what it is that you associate with this attention. So you say career, and then there are different things that you include into your dream career. It could, for example, be traveling the world or having the freedom to meet new people all the time or being provided with, I don't know, room and space wherever you go. And then the elevated, emotion, the, the elevated emotions to it could be, I feel really free, I feel empowered by this, I'm proud of myself for this life that I have created for myself. Mm. I am in love with my life. And with the feeling, because he says in the book, the guy who wrote the book, that it is the feeling that is the main thing. Well, he says that the intentions like the radio signal almost and the emotions is what like charges that signal to connect back to the the, the possibility that you want to create mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of imagine it like a, a fishing rod so you're you have to hook onto the the reality you want to create for your intention and then reeling it back is like the emotions you feel mm-hmm. but it's, it's incredible and the book talks about the science behind all of this and it, it, it is scientific fact now this there is no doubt that this is true. And he very clearly and simply lays out everything behind it, which I really, really enjoy. So yeah. I'd recommend this. There are great examples in the book. We'll mm. definitely recommend the book and write it down. Yeah. Um, so it comes with the episode. But the thing that is for people who might have like skeptical opinions about meditations or don't know the actual benefit, this book is the best way to see it from the scientific perspective agree you could see people who have changed their like the brain frequency through it or how the the body has responded to diseases and how the cells has changed their way of being just because of the intention and the elevated emotion exactly. that the person is focusing on yeah but i still think it's it's always the feeling that's the most important it's the same when you practice gratitude i know it's I agree with you. Like, intention plus feeling is combined, very, very powerful. But if I would pick one of them, I would always pick feeling something, like feeling gratitude, feeling free in this moment. Because everything is happening, everything is happening simultaneously. So, if it's in this present moment and you can feel the gratitude for now, and either, even if you're manifesting it in the future as well, it generates more. Mm, I, I completely agree. I think the if you didn't have the intention, you would still manifest some really cool stuff towards you because you're raising your frequency. Exactly. And again, the book shows you how this actually happens. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, but anyway, anyways, we so, did this. Yeah. This is what we did before the friction happened. I had an amazing one. Out. I was like, oh, I'm in such bliss. And then straight after something happens and boom, trigger. But um, the question is now, did I do anything towards you? I never said you did. No, like, I just asked you. No, I asked you a question. No. No. It was so this is a trigger for you. And the best <laughs> thing is that the book was laying next to you. So I, I left the room. I did my practice. I went into my space. I was like, cool, I'm going to clear this out. I don't want to carry this <laughs> weird frequency. And you started reading the book. And in the book, the first page you wrote or read, it was... It was, it was about like heart coherence, actually. And it talks about how the elevated emotions expand your energy field. And then he talks about how, like, anger, jealousy, all these others actually, like, detracts it from you and sucks it into your first three chakras. So all the feelings you And I just feeling. read the first page and I was like, oh, God damn it. Like, I've got to take my own advice here. So I sat there, I journaled, and actually just angry words came out of me. It's like, where is this coming from? And then I was just like, well, I think this person's just an arrogant prick. <laughs> So now he's blaming it on the external arrogant prick. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but after that, I then sat there and was like, okay, it's a feeling within me and I can I can hear it. So I I sat there and I focused on it and yeah, I, I sent a lot of love to it because I realised it's a part of me that's deprived in whatever way. And it felt really good actually to, to send love and you can feel it through all your body, just go to a certain point. And I was also trying to lift this emotion up out the top of my head I, I think I did something I mean, for sure you were in a better state I was in yeah a better state so, <laughs> so we, <laughs> we, we moved on we did move on and now we're here and now we're here and um, do you want to tell our lovely beloved friends what the topic of today's episode is I can do yeah it's 
the, the episode today is all going to be about our journey and our relationship and how we went from tent neighbours in a festival to a couple and how we're here today. So do you want to start by telling you know, your, your experience of the festival? So we both met each other at a festival and yes, we were tent neighbours. Um, this is two years ago now. It was in August two years ago. And um, I had never been to a festival before, so this was a new experience for me. And earlier on that year, I had I left an, another relationship. And I think one of the reasons why I decided to go to the festival was because I really had a craving to meet new people, to be very honest about it. Just let go of old crap that I was holding on to and that didn't serve me. And I went with a couple of friends and uh, I don't know, was it on the third day that we met each other? I oh, think it so. The second. It Maybe might have been the second. second. Yeah, the second in the afternoon, very likely. Anyway, so we went to the festival and uh, the second day I decided to go for some Reiki healing. So in the festival area, it's an incredible festival, just to say. They have both party and music, but they also have this really artistic vibe to it. So there was a Reiki tent where they were offering free Reiki sessions. And I was sitting outside of the tent with one of my, my friends, Jess. And I think, yeah, you started talking to one of your friends. So I hadn't met you at this time. But me and Jess, we started talking to one of your friends. It's because you put glitter on him the night before. I did. Yeah. I don't you, you remember. was right, it was the third night. And I, I remember you guys were there because, yeah, you put glitter on him and another few of my friends. Really? But not you? No, I stood quite far away. I was like, I ain't getting glitter on my face. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. That's how you knew him. Or both of you knew him. Ah, oh, that's why I... That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I just thought that we started talking to him. Just like socialising with him in the queue. No. Oh, uh, anyway. He was outside of this tent too. He was not going for Reiki, I think. Yeah, he was. Was he? Yeah. I don't so, remember anything then. No, it seems yeah. like that. Maybe I should continue. No, okay. We all remember different things. And okay. What I remember was that he was outside there. And then very, very like shortly after we had started our conversation with him, he introduced you to us. You joined the queue as well. I think I should tell the story because... Yeah, were you in the queue from the beginning? Okay, so... You were not sitting there. You were right, it was the third day, by the way. Because the day before that, I'd gone to Reiki. And I, I'd found it because I went on a wonder. And I was like, afterwards, I was like, oh my God. I, I, I felt a bit high from life afterwards. And then I, I actually had a beer after and, and was like floating around the island. It was really nice. But... <laughs> to give a good sidetrack and come to the Reiki town. <laughs> right, anyway, so, the, <laughs> so after that, the, the third day, I said to Aaron, or Aaron wanted to come with me um, because he had found out from me the day before it was really good. We sat there and you both started talking and then I said something and you looked at me and you were like, I literally said the exact same thing yesterday. Oh, that's how it was. Yeah, you gave me a really funny look and you're just like, what the f- like who are you <laughs> yeah and then from there we started i remember we started chatting we clicked very well at the start went in got our healing and then afterwards but you can't rush this part this is the very nice part jack so okay. now i want to come back i know that we started talking and i don't know what we chatted about but obviously we were connecting <laughs> went for the reiki that's just what i said <laughs> but i'm not finished with my sentence <laughs> sorry continue on Jack, this is important. The moment we came out of the tent, you and I, we walked on our own. Do you remember after a little, little hill, like away from the area there? And we hugged each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't hug people like straight after 30 minutes of knowing them. Okay, maybe an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Not to underestimate the time that we were in the Reiki. But... It was this really weird feeling of, I know you. It was a weird feeling. And we started walking away from there and all of our other mates, obviously they connected as well and they were walking in front of us. 
But we just like zoomed out from them. And we started going into our own space of really like, it was almost like catching up with each other. Like, wow, like it's been a while. Like, yeah, how are you? Where, where have you been? What are you up to? We had some crazy chats straight away about the universe and reality. I straight that. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when we were walking back, because I hadn't realized that you were my tent neighbor. Like I understood that uh, the guy, your friend, were obviously close to us. But then when we were walking, I understand, oh my God, you were living in the tent as well. So our tent was next to each other on a festival with thousands of people. And saying it now, I'm just like, it is a bit fascinating. Because now we're sitting here and we're a couple. And there cannot have been any coincidence in that happening. And I remember that first meeting, like of us going to the Reiki and then walking away from there together talking. It gave me a very like strange sensation of like, are you a friend of mine? Like, do I like you? What are we? And I can't explain it with words. It was a bit of out of a body like experience. It was very weird. And, and we, we went we, into that bubble party. Sorry, you continue. We went into a bubble party. We went to like a pool, like you know when they have all of the what's it called? The fluffy thing. Like foam, that's it. Uh, foam party. Foam party. Yeah. The bubble, bubble party. party. Oh my god. <laughs> we went to the foam party. And um it was a strange dynamic. Because you were not flirting with me. For everyone like listening now jack was incredible just like kind and friendly but it was a little bit of like a weird dynamic like are we supposed to flirt with each other like are, are we are we interested in each other i don't know and i remember like stepping a bit away <laughs> even though we're doing the firm thing and throwing therm at each other firm. Firm. what did i say firm firm <laughs> did i say firm firm Home. I'm uh, yeah I'm at the bubbles anyway we uh, we kept on talking to each other during the week and especially I think it was was it the same evening or was it the evening before or the evening afterwards that your friend got a bit knocked out of some drugs mm-hmm. and we started walking with each other yeah. do you remember in the evening I do and I remember that was also very intense because we we were walking to go and like see where your friend was and how he was. He was like in some kind of tent to get help from people. But we just continued walking so far that we didn't even know where we were. We just kept on walking and talking. And, and just... after a while, we were like, wait, where are we going? Like, who are we looking for? We, we zoomed out again. We had one of those moments of like, like properly diving into things. And... I remember thinking, wow, he really gets me. I am quite, I would say that I'm very open as a person, but when it comes to my own things, I'm very private. Like, I do not share my own things with anyone or everyone. And you just, like, you got me to open up straight away. He has a little bit of a ridiculous smile on his face. (laughs) But I don't know if it was you, you didn't even try hard. It was just you being there and, or did you try hard? I didn't try hard. I have a natural knack for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that a bit of ego? <laughs> a little bit. I just feeded your ego. You did. But... Amazing. <laughs> anyway, to continue, we had um, a lot of great talks the first couple of days, but I would I want to say that we didn't do anything sexual. <laughs> we weren't into just like having sex with each other or kissing. We didn't do anything of that. So the focus was just really talking to each other and diving into these incredible topics together. Was it during like the fourth day, fifth day? Because the festival is obviously a week. Was I think it, it was the. Mm, it was it not the third, fourth. It would have been the fifth. It was the fifth day, definitely. Okay. We had one of those evenings that where we had been talking to each other, and I remember we were discussing weed and things, and then there was some kind of bonfire there. Mm. And someone was playing music and we were hugging each other after like having these talks. And we we did kiss each other then. But I remember feeling like, this is so strange. And then straight after you started crying. <laughs> really? Yeah. But wasn't that the other evening, the sixth evening, where there was Sia playing? Where we were standing outside of the tent. It happened twice. It happened twice. <laughs> what a shocker. She cried twice. I am not surprised by this at all. 
<laughs> you helped me release some shit or I went into trauma mode. Oh my God. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. But I remember feeling that it's a bit strange. Like I couldn't put my finger on it because I, I was interested in you. But there was still a lot of resistance in me. Like I don't want him to come too close to me. I'm not interested in getting a partner. And yeah, I think I was very much protecting my heart and my own space. And I didn't know where we were with each other as it was very, very new. But still yet so powerful and so strong. Mm -hmm. But then the last evening, that was a very much different feeling. We were sitting out on the grass field. I remember I was sitting like leaning towards you. And you said, do you want to go and sleep like under the stars or something? And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do that. And on our way back, like we were going to pass by the tent. We decided to no, we're not going to do it. It's too much of an effort. Just let's, let's go and hang out in the tent. And then, so much silence now. Am I filling in the, the gap? Maybe. We then had some really hot sex. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> they finally <laughs> made it. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> that is one way to put it out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was so intense. It was like, very intense. Crazy intensity. I remember, I was just like, this is shocking. We have had this like strong dynamic of talking, but I felt so much resistance from getting closer. Crazy. Like I've never had such a like good first sex with anyone before. So I'll give you that one. <laughs> you were very impressive. Thank you. But Not the crazy the crazy shit is afterwards we were laying in the tent and I remember saying there's just one thing like missing. I would really like it to be rain. And then we fell asleep. And I don't think it's even more than like two hours afterwards, we woke up and what the F, Jack? So much rain. It was Thunder to the point it leaked rain. in the tent and we had to like move into one little bit of the corner where it, it was wasn't so much. Flushing of water and rain and all of our stuff and I don't know, I, I don't know if I pretty much put out an intention that became very, very strong because Personally, that, that I would have preferred no rain in the tent. It would have been a lot nicer. <laughs> It was, it was nice. And one thing that's quite private but very interesting is that after I had ended up with my ex-partner, I lost my period. So I hadn't had my period for a couple of months. And this has never happened to me before. I've always had very regular period. But the period is a signal of the, sh the lower chakras being balanced and having a flow of like the sexual energy and creativity, the feminine energy within me. The moment the rain came and we went out of the tent and I went just to go to the toilet, my period had come. Like, it was incredible. I remember being like, Jack, what the fuck? You made my period come back as well. Who are you? <laughs> you saved my life. This is where I have no response. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what, what do I say to that? You did. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you did have a response. You were quite fascinated too, I told you. Mm. It was a bit fascinating. I, I never knew that was a, a thing, to be honest. But Do you know it now? I do know it now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Not everyone else does. <laughs> yeah, and so, that, was the, that was the last morning. So that night to like the rain, and we knew that in the morning, like my group of friends and me, we were going to go to the airport before you. So we had to very quickly wrap everything up in that wet, like, um, oh my God, it was so wet. Anyway, we wrapped everything up and we were leaving the festival area and we were walking out together. And then remember I was standing outside of that bridge as well. And I felt so attached to you and it was so intense. And I knew that I think it was only just three days after that trip, I would leave Sweden to go to Colombia. And... I also knew that straight after that I would go to India, so I wouldn't see you in a while. Do you remember how you felt? Yeah, I felt very sad after. I was straight after the festival. It was a weird, it's a very weird, stunning sensation of just like what just happened. That was more than just a festival romance, at least I felt that. We then went back. Obviously, you did, you went to Colombia and I, I went back to the UK just started my recruitment job at that time and I think it was like the first night I went back and my mum was like oh your cousin's having a wedding at this point in October and I straight away asked you do you, do you want to come 
I'm sure it was like... It was very close. It was very, very close. And you said yes. And weirdly enough, we then... Um, you went from India to to the UK to, to see me and mm. go to this wedding. Yeah, I remember. I got a bit um, of my time there off. So I was able to leave and then come back to India. But I also remember another thing that happened straight after you and I came home. Do you remember the, the reading your mom had with Angela? Oh, my God. That yeah. was crazy because that was one of the first WhatsApp messages you sent to me afterwards. And it freaked me out. It was a little bit freaky. So there's a lady called Angela who's a... She does readings and she connects to spirits. And I know there's a lot of them out there which aren't very good. But she, this lady is incredible. She's so accurate. And my mom had a reading with her and she was like, Jack, you wouldn't believe what, what's just come up. So we sat there and listened to her recording. So everyone listening, you get like a tape with you after yes. you've been to the reading. And what she does, she doesn't do any cards. So there are no tarot cards or angel cards. She literally just channel information, mm-hmm. like divine information to you. So she connects to the spirits, her spirit guides and your spirit guides. And whatever you need to hear will come through. Yes. Continue. So you sat down with your mom. Yeah, and the next thing you know, she, she started talking about me and where I am right now at that, at that point. Was, I'm very accurate. And she, and she came up and she was like, has he got a nice young blonde lady next to him? And my mom was like, well, he met someone who was at a festival, but they've only known each other like a, a week or a bit longer at that point, like two weeks. And... She was like, she she talked about how close we was and she said that we would go a long way together and also thought we'd be looking to buy a place. Or she said, are they looking to buy a place, you know? And my mum was like, no. <laughs> She's like, they just met each other, <laughs> they just what the met heck each do you other. mean? <laughs> she was like, wait for it because they get given a key. Very strange at that point to be given that message and I sent it to you and you did get a little freaked out mm-hmm. I was a bit like what the I remember listening to it because I was sitting in Colombia listening to it and you sent it through WhatsApp as I said and hearing this lady not someone I know talking about you and then hearing how she speaks about me in the background like oh I see this young blonde lady um they're very close to each other they really get each other mm-hmm. and she also said that I I can't tell when this in time is you know regarding the key yeah so she just gets information because she can't put a certain time frame so she didn't know when it was she just said they're giving a key it was a bit freaking me out yes and it's it's hard when you are in like a new place of getting to know each other and not knowing if the relationship is what it's meant to be do you understand what i mean yeah. yeah, you understand. Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember that you saw me as well on the airport? Mm, yeah. Mm. And that was very nice. So in the transition between Colombia and India, I had like two hours at Heathrow Airport and you came to see me. So we saw each other in the end of September, like five weeks after the festival, just saying hi to each other. And that was also very nice. Mm. And then again, I went to India and that was very intense for me. Again, I we all have our our karma, our lessons, and those couple of first weeks were not very good for me. I had very much problem with my visa, and I don't know, the police was questioning why I was in the country. Not very nice at all. I remember feeling very, very vulnerable. But then I went to see you. Then it was time for the wedding, your cousin's wedding. And, you know, from going, from seeing each other at the festival, and then a couple of weeks later, a lot of things happens if you're not used to see each other on a regular basis i felt that there had been such a long time since we saw each other and we both had developed a lot and worked with our own things so it was like a new chapter again so this is also important every time we've been seeing each other it's been a new chapter Mm. this one wow in the beginning when i came to you i just felt do not come too close to my heart like back off and i remember saying it already the first day like i don't want to be anything more than friends Yet I booked tickets from India to the UK. Yeah, <laughs> even though I had so much problem with my visa, I convinced the ones at the police office to just write that I'm gonna leave the country and then come back, just because I had this wedding. And I was crying at the police station in India, like I have to go to this wedding. I didn't even know the people getting married. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, I really 
needed to, to see you. And if it's the whole divine force pushing me to get to you, I don't know. But again, I was very much in a conflicted mind when I came to you. I felt that. Yeah. It, How it did that feel to you? It didn't feel very nice. I think I was more sure throughout the, the period after Zijet. And you came and it was quite... We was on a very different frequency. I was in this recruitment job and I was more in the corporate world and stuck in this kind of office every day and I was still at quite a lost point in my life. And you was travelling around the world and actually in a very different part. And coming together, the, it was just like two people on different frequencies. And it's, as you said, it started like that every time we've not seen each other for a while and then come back. It takes a while to get onto the same level again so for the first three days before the wedding it was very we were still very close we still talked a lot and we still got along really well but you were still very like kind of defensive and then the wedding somehow it changed I don't know what made it change to be honest at last yeah (laughs) our love (laughs) okay this is an intern joke did you say intern joke internal internal joke there was one of the mornings of the weddings where we were very late with coming down and everyone obviously in, in your family understood that they're having some interaction with each other and they're late and they're slow. They kept bringing the phone. <laughs> and we <laughs> did it as we didn't pick up. So when we came down from the room, that's the song that they sang at last. Our love has come along. And we were just like, oh my fucking God, what is this? It was this? a little awkward. This is so awkward. And then it was just like one day after that, that I was traveling back to India again. So from seeing each yeah. other in August at the festival, like two years ago, and then it was October, and then swapped back to India for me. And I remember being so sad when I left you. Because I was really starting to feel these emotions of, I really like this person. And I like him more than just a friend. The way we are with each other is incredible and out of this world. But it's also very, very intense. Mm. And I don't know, but I... For some reason, I had to go back to India for my own growth and my own sake. And you and I started like to distance a bit from each other again. We still have in contact every day. But we, I felt at least in my gut feeling yeah. that we're so, coming on different frequencies again. Like we're changing realities and we're, we, we're not strong enough as a couple or as friends to hold it at that same intense level as when we've been with each other for a little while. But I knew quite shortly after that that I wanted to travel back to Sweden for the shift between 2016 and 2017. So at Christmas, I traveled to you. So I mm. came to you On again. On actual Christmas. I actually, I've celebrated Christmas with you, which yeah. is crazy as well. So you came back and, I mean, still for me, I was not <laughs> sure. <laughs> and you was even more distant than the first time. And, and that time we just stayed as friends the whole period. And you was actually more sure, like, I, I'm only feeling friendship now and you I remember seeing it we went to the the spa you had like bought massage and spa and everything for us but I remember laying there next to you saying that I just don't want to feel any guilt for not feeling it full-heartedly I'm not in love with you as a partner I'm in love with you as a friend I think was that exactly what I said yeah, close enough I did say some, something like that right mm, something like that Mm. and for me I was a bit like it did take a lot of um, patience from my side I I had to accept or maybe practice in acceptance because I felt more but I was still a bit unsure like you, you pick up that frequency which makes me very much like well if this isn't if this isn't happening right now I have to accept it I don't have that urge to be more forceful or try when I'm like I, I can't feel it mm. so and I have to say I wasn't I've never met someone like you who are so patient with like everyone has their own way of being and what you you were not forcing any type of like male energy on me and what I mean with that was you were not like trying to catch me it was not a like a fight about it it was more just like if it's not happening it's not <laughs> happening and I wasn't used to that like I've never been in that dynamic before so that also put me off. I'm like, but he doesn't like me. So I don't need to like him more. 
You never said to me, hey, son, I actually really like you. You say to me now, like, that you were sure. And I trust that you were sure now. But at that time, I wasn't because you never said it in words. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You were very kind to me. And it was the right thing to do at that time. I know it was right. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. Mm. But anyway, we spent that time together. And then I went back to Sweden. And now after this, so this is the beginning of 2017. So January, February, March, April. We had four months where we didn't see each other. That's our longest period of not seeing each other. It was a long time, actually. It was a very long time, and a lot happened those months. This is when you also started to do more of your life purpose course, and you did your meditation, and there was a shift of things happening. And I was in Sweden, and it doesn't matter what I did and what happened and anything, but my focus was more on yoga and building up my own things there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So, you booked in May, it was, wasn't it? What do you mean? You booked? You booked to come see me in May. Oh, yes. I booked to come and see you in May. And the reason for this was to see Angela, the psychic lady. And this was a very interesting wow. meeting. Yeah. So, so she this this lady gets booked up instantly. So she opens her books every three or four months. And if you don't book in within the first three hours, she's fully booked every day. And she is an old lady. She is an old lady. She yes. does this just out of, I would say, pure kindness. She doesn't care about the business about it. She's retired since a couple of years back. Mm. So it's just on her like spare time. But she's, as we said in the beginning, she was the one channeling the messages to your mom in the reading. She's incredible. And there's no coincidence for her getting fully booked because she's so accurate with what she says. And as we hadn't seen each other in a while, this was a great way of, I think, it was a good reason for us to, to see each other again. Yeah. So we booked it up and somehow I actually got two days next to each other, which was, again, quite interesting because she was like, someone's just cancelled on that exact day. So she was like, you're very lucky to get that. We went there, we went and saw her and this was... Who went first? You went first. Mm. And, I mean, you can say anything you want about her reading. I mean, it was more interesting with... In terms of our relationship, what she said to me. and the- So if I begin with what she said to me, she said to me where I was at the moment. So she was telling me, you're walking in circles, or I get the sense that you're walking around in circles. And that was very accurate for me. And this is nothing I said to anyone else, but I felt like I wasn't moving anywhere. And then she said that I get the sense that you feel like you've been hurt, or you have been hurt, and you're struggling with, with trust. And then she went off. She went off track and she started talking about more of my family and my journey and my life purpose, the reason for my spirit to be here again. All very, very, like, I would say big and intense things. And then she came back to 
to you. And she said just like, he, he, he really likes you. She was like, oh, I let the secret out. I didn't think it was much of a secret, but... <laughs> but for me it was. No, no. And I no. thought, what do you mean? What do you mean now? <laughs> like, what are you telling me? You tell me that he likes me. Why is it not he telling me that he likes me? And she said, but don't do anything for the time being. You don't, don't feel guilt. Because I was actually feeling quite a lot of guilt. Because I wasn't sure and I didn't want to do anything if I wasn't sure. And again, I wasn't even considering that I wanted to be in a relationship. I was very happy with going with my own flow. But she was very clear. Don't do anything for the time being. And everything will change for you early on next year. So in January, February 2018, it will change. It will be different. And I thought, oh my God, what will happen then? <laughs> what the heck? What did she say to you? In terms of our relationship, she she basically said there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, to, to summarise what she was said. Was that the she, first thing she said, Jack? Some, there will be light in the end of your tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the first thing she said about it. She, she started going on to the subject of us two. and What did she say? Did she say anything about me? She trust? said that you'd been hurt and, yeah, there was a lack of like, trust and she needs to... Like what did herself. she say the reason for it? She said more about your mom actually than past relationship. Mm. So I was convinced that it was part past relationship. So did I. When she said it to me, that, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. But she described us as like two parallel lines, and she was like, normally parallel lines don't come together, but in this case they will do. And she said, you need to know this because you need to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and it is kind of fair enough as we've been talking quite intensely every day still to this point. And I was very confused as whether you wanted more or not. And she did, I mean, at that point, because it hadn't happened again, I was like, I've just got to accept it's not going to happen and we're just going to be friends. And then she tells me, no, you're going to be more than that. And she said, February time. She said January, February time. And she saw snowflakes. She was like, oh, I'm right. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. That's quite big news. And I remember coming out and you asked me what she said, and of course I didn't say that bit to you. Because you didn't it say was, it at all. No, because it was quite weird that at this point I, we were just completely friends, and I knew that we were going to be together if you trust what this lady says. It was a really weird thing. Did she mention the apartment as well? Yeah, she did mention the apartment. So the same thing that your mom. The same told? thing she said, yeah, said to my mom, she described this apartment. And I was just like, oh my God, like this is so you weird. You told me off the reading, for everyone listening now, he told me that she described the apartment, that he was going to get this nice apartment, but he, he missed the detail that he knew that I was going to be involved in the apartment. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you. didn't say that, that. so I was like, I'm out. so happy for you getting an apartment. You're like, yeah, I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, you went back, I mean, that was like four days it was quite a short meeting. Yeah, we the whole back. visit. And then the next time was me visiting you in Sweden. And we had booked for me to, to see you and your family for a week and then go on a silent retreat the week after. And this first week I'd got there and I think every time I'd hope for something more, like it to be a connection again. It's that worth fire to mention that we had in also. October. Sorry for interrupting you, but it's definitely worth to mention that there had been some other interactions before with other people involved. And therefore there was friction in between you and me. We didn't understand. Like, I was irritated by you. You were reacting towards me. Again, your Scorpio tail. You were reacting with a bit of jealousy or friction or irritation. And I couldn't understand why you irritate with me. Like, let me do what I want. Are you my best friend or not? But it's easy to say that, oh, you should have seen it, Susanna. But I didn't see it because I didn't feel like you were committed to, like, us. But I felt like there was something missing for me to know that you were hoping for more. Anyway, you came to see me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Fair point. No, it was a Side fair track, point. I, I actually quite forgot quite about the intensity beforehand and the friction. So I got there and it was very much... It was a lot of... A bit of distance between us. And actually in the first night... I did tell you what Angela said, and how did I react? Not very well. <laughs> it was like honestly, what the? 
F, like who's like why am I feeling in control like I have no choice in this and yeah that was literally different. how I felt you're telling me that we're gonna be together and you're telling me all these things that Angela said to you and you didn't tell me in May and now you're saying that we're gonna be together but it has to be said that this only came through like you weaving it out of me like it didn't just I didn't pop it out there just to make a point no like, no you I know was kicking it out of me like no, what did I'll- she say Literally, Jack, I thought that you had got, like, information that I was going to die. So I was scared to shit. I was like, <laughs> he knows that I'm going to die. And I also want to know, why am I going to die? <laughs> and then you end up saying, no, but we're going to be together. I was like, is this it? Why are you saying this to me? Like, <laughs> this is not what I expected. <laughs> Again, trying to get control of the situation. but. So during that whole week, it was... We were still very close, but there was, there was friction. And it was becoming more and more so. And I remember you, at one point, he was like, you're like a boy. He called me a boy. I'll never forget that. And I was just like, what? Why did I tell you a boy? Why did I call you a boy? Because I wasn't as clean as I should be. You said it was my packing that I left lights on. Mm. And also that I didn't fully express, which is true. I, I, I accept that. It was actually a mix of like keeping your stuff sorted out and expressing what you feel because mm. I was feeling that you were freaked that you were irritated with me and I remember you went to one of my yoga classes in Sweden and afterwards you were so silent and I had felt like the whole time that there was something but you still didn't say anything and what was this animal that came and like sat on your shoulder dragonfly a dragonfly and then I went into a mode of oh oh my god there's a dragonfly on you we need to go what that means and it was literally... Wasn't well, it connected to, like... Yeah, well, that was the point I actually opened up. Mm-hmm. The dragon side, well, thank you for everything. Yeah, it was a... Just landed on my shoulder. And I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. So after that, after that week, we went into the, the retreat, and this was a silent retreat, and we were sharing the same room. So he was on the top bunk, I was on the bottom. And it was... It was a very strange experience to go from a week of talking and being together a lot to not speaking and not even looking at each other. And of course, throughout this time, I, I was definitely reflecting on the week. And again, I got to this point. It seems like every time I get to the point of accepting, it's not going to happen. I actually felt like I'd moved on. Not not fully, but I felt in the way I was writing, I was like, I'm moving on from this. And uh, after the, the retreat got out and then the, the hug you gave me after, I felt this different feeling from you towards me. And I was like, this is weird. I get a very different feeling than it was before this. <laughs> and yeah, I, I was right in my in my feeling because after that we went out for a meal, we had a wine and then there was this feeling of connection again that we had in October. Yeah, the silent retreat was important for me. That's when it shifted for me because I went into the silent retreat really needing just space to be on my own I was not thinking that it would be anything regarding you. But in the retreat, there were mostly women there and you were one of few guys. And I remember seeing how someone looked at you. One of the other girls, obviously. And I got jealous. I was like, why why are they looking at him like that? He's my guy. (laughs) I was like, wow, like, what's this? Like, I'm actually interested in where he's sitting in the room. Where is he meditating? Where is he at the moment? I was keeping track on you. When, where are you eating? How are you enjoying your food? All of these like small details of, I am a bit more interested than just like casually friends. And I remember feeling, and I wrote this in my journal because we were journaling every day. I really want to just go down and sleep in the same bed as him. Like I'm sleeping in this bed over him. I can see him like move and get ready and go to bed, but I have to be silent and lay up here and think about him. Like why can't I just like, go down and cuddle up. And obviously that was my feeling then when I came out of the retreat, I just wanted to hug you. <laughs> Where you were in the state of, I have accepted, I'm gonna move on. I was like, oh no, I think I really want you. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Always. Um, but that definitely changed. There was a shift in that. Big shift and, um, sorry. No, did you want to say anything more? Yeah, like regarding the meal we had afterwards and drinking wine, eating good food. And it was so obvious to me that we have so, so much together. The way we understand each other, the way we support each other, 
this is all I actually want from a relationship. And I haven't yet tried the part of being a couple, like holding hands, cuddling, sleeping together, all of that. Like, usually I would say to add that you begin a relationship with quite a lot of fire and intensity. But this was such a different way of starting a relationship for me that it was building up from really trusting, talking, being best friends to now, oh my God, I might accept that I am a bit more interested. And it was so natural. It was definitely the right time. Before it wasn't the same feeling within me, but I was letting go a bit on my guard. And I was so sad when you left. And I thought I wouldn't be seeing you for a while. Do you remember? This was in the end of July, yeah, 2018. So a year ago. 2017. Oh, sorry. 2017. Yeah. And then we... So we went back. And it seems to be the last day. So in Zijet, it was the last day that we really got together. In October, it was the last like two days or three days. And then this time was the last day. And you was meant to go to a retreat in... No, not a retreat. He was meant to do a teacher training course in Ibiza. And because of the because you didn't mention that you had diabetes, they the lady kind of freaked out and said you couldn't come. I think that was what she basically said. This was horrible. Yeah, it was, was without so sad. Yeah, it was it was very harsh and yeah. but you I had it booked for the end mm. of no, for the mid mid September before India. So I knew that I was gonna go back to India. And I had the retreat booked. Oh, we missed out part. What did we miss? Reading. Yes, that's what I'm coming to. And before that, we felt, obviously, after we had been there in Sweden, that we know we have to see each other again before I go. Because this is going to be a long time until we see each other. And I was planning to be in India for at least six months. So, again, universe supported me. I don't know how everything has like, run so smoothly, but we were able to see each other again in the end of August. To the beginning of September. Two weeks. This time. Mm-hmm. And do you remember how it was in the beginning when I came? <laughs> yep. Like what happened then? We were back on square one again? Yeah. One more time. <laughs> Two more times. Well, there's another time after this that it happens again. Really? Oh, yeah. It always happens. What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, tell, tell me, yeah. Again, it was so strange because we had this intense connection then in the end of July. We left each other and straight away we knew that we wanted to see each other in August, beginning of September. And when I came to you and we saw each other in, in Reading, the first, the second night, I was like, Jack, I'm not feeling the fire. Like, I don't know what it is. And I know that I'm, I really, really love being with you. I don't want to do anything else. And you're my best friend and all of this. But I'm not feeling the fire that I felt with like previous people I've been with. And again, it's quite harsh to say, but I had to be so honest and I needed to express it because otherwise it didn't feel true. But that must have been so confusing for you. Yeah, it was confusing. I was like, oh my God, what is going on? It, it, was, it was very up and down. But I think to say every time, there's been some misbalance in me as well. What would you say that that is? At least from what I know now, it was, it's to do with the masculine and feminine energy. And I guess because we've been on a distance you kind of go into this different state of being and it takes a while to get back onto the the right frequency of being together. I I think that is what it is. And what I would say from all them times of not being together straight away and not all being happy, you know, I learned a lot about myself and my reactions and I did try and observe and through them triggers, it was a good way of overcoming certain things. So Maybe there was just a lot of lessons that needed to be learned. And as you said, from going from best friends, you build up a very strong foundation. But I came anyway to Reading and I said this. What happened then? It's swap straight away. (laughs) After I said that, I was like, no, I actually really like him. (laughs) And then I was back again. I was like, Jack, I really like you. La, la, la. Yeah. And it wasn't talking in a lot of words, but in the way I was feeling about you Mm -hmm. and the, the way we were interacting with each other. And at this time, we decided also, as I had this trouble with the the retreat that I had booked, or the course that I had booked in Ibiza, that I had the tra- the tickets, the flight tickets there, but I couldn't get, I couldn't pay them back, or I couldn't get a refund on them. 
So I was like, okay, I have these flight tickets to Ibiza. Should I just leave them? I've never done that before. I'd rather just go to Ibiza. And you said, I'll, I'll come with you. And at this time, I actually had pretty much no money, actually, because I, I was just doing bar work. And, but somehow I was like, nope, let's, let's do it. Let's go to Ibiza together. And How was that? Did you enjoy Ibiza? Ibiza? <sighs> It, it's that was probably one of the only times that it started off where it wasn't no fire at the start. There's a lot of fire. It was like straight away, but that was only because it was like three days between Reading and oh. Ibiza. <laughs> so that was a lot. That was a lot better, and it was the first time we'd actually been like a couple the whole time. Yes, and this is where we started talking about doing things together as well, mm. like realizing yeah. that. We need to use our ability to communicate and the talk that we have with each other and the way we want to help everyone and everything around us. It's a united force. We need to do this together. Yeah. And this is where we also decided that, okay, we are going to commit to being a couple. Woo! <laughs> That's the cheering I got. That was a very excited cheer. So the endurance I took. That's how you felt? No. You were like, Finally. Yeah, I, I felt more, it felt right at that time, which was great. So it doesn't feel right at this time? <laughs> Jack! It's not what I said, I said it, right, it felt right at that time, as in, like, that time more so than any of the previous times. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, moving on from that, we, you then went to India, and I went back to the UK, which was a really sad moment, actually, because that was going to be... We didn't know when we'd next see each other after that. No, and I had the trip booked for six months to India. It was very harsh, hard. Yeah, it was difficult. And then after that, we decided I was going to come to India for six mm -hmm. weeks. Yeah, after me being in India for a couple of weeks, yeah, we decided to book some tickets for you to come and visit me during Christmas again. And how was that? Well, it started off as the, the normal... Uh, the norm, as in we started off and it was actually the fire had kind of gone. I remember saying to you, has the fire gone? And you said, yeah, I think it has. And then that was pretty sad for me at least because I had seen us as more of a couple where you said, wow, you wasn't as sure towards the end of that, to coming up to December. I think it's the time periods we've had in between that's been hard for me, that it's been intensity and we being together and getting so close. And then it's been very painful to say goodbye all the time. And then inviting you back in, it's been a struggle of mine. Yeah. It hasn't been preferable. It hasn't been easy for me. But what did you do? Do you remember? I let go. <laughs> you let go. No, but you had a session with Nikki. Yeah, so I had a... During that time, I was having mentorship sessions with a lady called Nikki, who's a very special lady. And she gave me something called... EFT, which is like a tapping technique, which releases a lot of anxiety. And I remember doing this session with her and I, it, it wasn't, it was connected to you, but of course it always goes back to how you feel yourself. And this session, I just cried my eyes out. It was such an emotional release. And it, this is what it's meant to do. It was a wacky experience. And I was in this calf and it was actually quite a public place to be honest and I was just having this session and tapping on myself and saying these things and I'm like oh my god I couldn't stop yeah it was such an emotional release came back and I felt so much lighter and free and I was like letting go of it all and what happened when you let go and then it came back for some crazy reason that um yeah as soon as it's let go and everything calms down in the sense there's no expectations Then I would say that's been th my, that's, that's been my problem. Yeah, that I felt that you've had expectations on me and the relationship and the way it should be like, and I already knew from the beginning this is not a normal way of living for both of us, and this is a very extraordinary relationship. So it's not going to be a, in a normal way. Yeah. What I mean with normal is like the typical moving together, getting a place, getting a dog. I was like, no, I'm here to explore myself. And if you want to be in a relationship with me, you have to continue to explore yourself too. And we can explore ourselves together, but with no expectations on each other. Just taking it literally as it comes. 
And the moment you let go, hey, there I was again. Yeah. And I felt it. I remember you came coming back and I was looking for you and we had a dinner outside on the beach. I was just like, you know what, I, you're the one I want to be with. Like, I, <laughs> I'm so sure. But I don't think it's a logical thing. Like, that was no, more it's a, emotional. Yeah. It's not logical. It's not yeah. thinking. It's me feeling we are definitely right for each other. Like, we have to continue to, to do this. So for that, we were there for six weeks. And after that, it was certainly more of a relationship. And that was the first time we've actually been able to continue some momentum for a good few weeks. We then left, which was a, a difficult one. It was, that was probably the most difficult time to leave India. So I was going back to the, the UK, and at that point I had no idea what I was going to do next. I didn't really want to go back to bar work, and I was a bit confused. And you didn't know what you was going to do after as well. So we'd kind of gone our separate ways, and we're like, we have no idea how it's actually going to manifest back to us being together. In February, I got this, got the job as the, the head of new clients in a, a coaching company. And you booked to come and visit me in February. So we left each other on the 12th of January. You came at this start, no, the end of February, actually. The last day of it, February. And came to this event where my boss met you at this event we was doing. And a week later, you manifested a job in London. Because at this point, you was pretty sure you wasn't going to stay in London because... I was working and there was no time to see me. And then, boom, you got a job. Mm. I'm just like, oh, my God. How what happened? Happen? But I knew that I wanted to be with you. So that's how I felt when I was in India after you had left. It was very lonely to not be with you. And I think this was the most... I was very, very convinced. And I just knew this time that now is time for us. And if you look at what Angela said, it was January, February time. And for me, that's when it really, really got into, like, no doubt whatsoever. And she said snowflakes. Mm. And, and what happened the first day I came? Snowing like crazy. It was an incredible amount of snow. It was. And uh, where are we now? We're in Portugal. <laughs> we are in Portugal, but where are we now with each other? So, yeah, I guess to, to finish this episode, we're now going our separate ways again. <laughs> not... not <laughs> Not in terms of the relationship to let that clear because of like, no. As in, we're going our different ways in terms of countries and where we're at and what we're going to be doing. But the good news is, this time, I think you would agree that it's a lot different between us. In terms of our relationship, it's actually grown so much in the last few months we've actually been together. And... Yeah, there's a really strong connection on what we're doing and where we want to go. And that's together. We have a really clear vision together. So even though it's sad, I think it's a hell of a lot different to the last few times we've left. And there's a lot more clarity on it, even though we don't know where exactly we're going to be. But in terms of where we are as a couple, it's a lot more clearer. So from my end, thank God. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. I don't have to go through this up and down. But, I mean, it was worth it to say. It wasn't torture. And it was from both ends. It wasn't just you going up and down. It was from me as well. In a different way, but it was. And it was so worth it. So. I agree. And I am so... So, so, so happy that you have been this patient with me. You've been so patient all the time. And I have a lot of respect for you for not forcing anything. We couldn't have been here if we would have tried and forced it earlier on. I know in heart space that this has been the right way of doing it. And I don't want anything else and being here with you and sharing this journey with you. I know that you're my number one support and my best friend. And there's no one else I feel so much fire with either. And that comes from building true trust from the beginning. Agreed. Then foundations were... So valuable. So valuable. And I don't know how many people who have that. Mm. But I do know so, so clearly for us at least that this has been incredible. And I'm 
I'm quite amused by our story now. When I look back, I'm like, wow, this was a trippy ride before coming to this place. But this spring, at least, has been incredible in the sense of us truly, truly committing. And this is also why we're doing the meditation every morning. Because we want to manifest, to be in the same space all the time. And being able to live our passion and our dream together. And keep on inspiring, both individually with our own unique expression but also as a couple because we know that we have a lot to share so this is where we're at at the moment and in just a couple of hours our fight leaves but I know it's it's going to be a little bit of time and then I'll see you soon again (laughs) yes Mm. thank you everyone for listening this has been a much longer episode than our previous one so I hope you enjoyed getting a bit deeper into our journey and our story together and what do you do you have any last words do you want to say no just have a an amazing day or evening or morning depending when you're listening to this and yeah i hope you really enjoyed the the story and hope it inspired you yes and uh, until next time hey (laughs) door Jack, what does even hate means in English? Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. We want to say that we are very grateful for you listening and have an amazing rest of your day. Lots of love. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.